This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7. It's understood the body parts have been found three weeks after journalist Jamal Khashoggi died in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. Sources suggest they were discovered in the Saudi consul general's garden. Earlier, Turkey's president said his killing was premeditated murder, demanding to know who carried it out and who ordered it. Tory MP and former International Development Secretary Andrew Mitchell says that's what everyone's asking. The international community, including Britain, will want to know the answers to those two questions and then decide, together with our allies, what action we should take. But this is clearly an act of state-organised and state-executed terrorism and those responsible must be held to account. Police say a man who hurled racist abuse at an elderly woman on a Ryanair flight from Barcelona has been identified. Officers say they passed details to Spanish authorities to whom the victim says she expects to make a statement. The Roma secretaries told companies they don't need to wait for new food labelling laws to do the right thing. Michael Goves met the parents of a teenager who died from an allergic reaction to a pressamangi sandwich who praised the speed of progress. The value of Britain's biggest companies have plummeted to a seven-month low as global markets slide. The FTSE 100s closed down one and a quarter percent at 69.55. Sports and Cristiano Ronaldo is expecting his new side to emerge victorious against his old one tonight. The Portuguese forward is returning to Old Trafford with Juventus to face Manchester United in the Champions League. Ronaldo is expecting to continue the Turin club's perfect start to their European campaign. We know it's going to be tough, but I think we have chance. I know if we play good, if we play uh, the way coach wants, I think we have a good chance to win the game. But of course, we have to respect Manchester United, but I expect and I look forward that uh, Juve will win the game. Meanwhile, Manchester City's Fernandinho returns to his old, his old club at Shakhtar Donetsk in the Champions League tonight as Pep Guardiola's side travel to Ukraine. That's the latest. I'm Charlie Max. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. 
It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your London Football Fan Shows. Tonight we turn our attention to a club south of the river and um, somewhat in a bit of trouble. I don't know, are they in trouble yet? That is the question. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with Back of the Nest. We've got a bit of a shift up in the squad tonight. There's no DR, no Hambo. He's living it up on a bit of a jolly in Vegas. So tonight, we're making his return, Nick Gossett, he's in the gaffer's chair. How you doing? All right. I'm all right, pal. We've got Mikey down the middle. Evening. And everybody's favourite doppelganger, it's Stefan. How you doing, pal? Good, thanks. Tell everyone what happened outside in the office. Apparently, I look like one of your colleague's brother-in-laws, at which point I said, well, how good looking is your sister? But apparently, that's not a nice thing to ask. No, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> uh, you also look like the Wicked Wanderer's mascot. Oh, that was what it's, ju- it's just, you know, when, you, when he <laughs> smiles, he looks like, you know who I mean, don't you? Bodger. Yeah. He looks like Bodger from uh, from Wickham Wanderers. Uh, right, another poor result for the Eagles. Has, uh, has seen them slip just a little bit further down the table. Um, good results around them, if you like. Southampton picking up a point. Cardiff picking up three against Fulham. Uh, but, chaps, where did it all go wrong on Sunday afternoon on Merseyside? Lack of substitutions, possibly. Um, not having a fit striker. Um not reacting to the other team's substitutions and not being able to put the ball in the onion bag. Mike? Yeah, all of them things. But if we say it all that quickly, we're not going to have two hours worth of stuff to talk about, are we, really? So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. Um, not IE this week, um, but a lot of other things. Um, Stefan, Palace have scored the least amount of goals uh, over any other side in the Premier League just five strikes this season how bad is that what kind of impact is that going to have going in towards you know a business part of the season not the business end but sort of the business middle you know approaching Christmas fixtures are piling up what are we looking at it is a concern what I would say though is that despite all the doom and gloom the defence doesn't seem to be leaking that many goals and the circumstances of the late goal on the weekend make it look a bit bigger a defeat so I don't think we need to score loads on paper we've got a pretty solid back line but obviously we need to score more than that to get more points yeah certainly do let's talk about that defeat uh, at the weekend um, first and foremost when you when you saw the team sheet who wants to dig in first what do you, what do you make of it well he had so Sola and Maya were both out with a virus um, which kind of meant that Hodgson could leave people out like he has been doing every other week without getting criticism um, but that did mean um, that we started Kiwate which was a great thing um, and dropped IU so I was pretty happy in the first few minutes I thought we were doing alright um, nice bit of a tinkling with the formation still I think a lot of people are unhappy with 
James MacArthur and Schlott being in the side, but um, you know, there's not that many other options. Nick? Well, you say that, I think Punching could be an option the way he's, he's been in other games that he's been playing in. Um, at least it'll bring something fresh and actually tell the players that you're not going to get picked every time because Schlupp's playing like he's the first on the team sheet and doesn't have to bother. Steph? I wasn't too upset with the team sheet. I think it's not about team sheet or formations. I think there's a number of players who are out of form. But even with that, to be honest, they weren't miles better than us. Um, I think it is the goal-scoring thing that's the issue rather than team sheet. What's everyone feeling right now? Because, look... You know, we're, we're all sitting down and everyone just don't really want to say anything. What, 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 we, what are we saying? Come on. You, 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 might, you know, you're usually quite vocal about things. Get poetic on me. It, well, thank you very much. That's, that's, that's kind of you to say. Well, welcome. Um, it's, it's really tough because, um, you know, we're talking about we've got Benteke out injured. <laughs> Serlot, are you? And between them, uh, they've scored the grand total of no league goals whatsoever so um, as it stands we've got uh, Jordan Much in, uh, over in Vancouver on loan over there he scored a banger didn't he yeah we've, we've won more goal than the three of them put together um, so I think everyone is a little bit down um, you know there's been a lot of DR did his homework and asked people on Twitter um, what they thought about the game and what's happening with Roy and stuff and, and we've got some really angry fans so um, yeah you know like, it's are, the, are these really. players good enough for Palace are these players uh, forget Palace are these players good enough for Premier League you, you know I, I get a little bit tired of everyone keep going on about how if Zaha's not doing stuff then um, we don't score any goals um, you look at the other sides and you just think well okay you know people like James McArthur do get a bit of stick but it's not like he stands out like a sore thumb compared with some of the other teams <laughs> midfield players so yeah I'm not, I'm not really not sure I think I think like Steph said there's a lot of people that are out of form at the moment a lot of people and you asked how we're feeling I think it's sad all over at the moment is it is, good. Nice. is the way we're feeling um, but you've got to remember that it wasn't until the 88th minute was it the 88th minute 87th minute that um, Everton scored and then uh, Schlupp allowed them in for the second one. And it, it, it was typical that it was both the subs that scored and somebody that we were linked with scored against us as well, Tosin. Luca missing the penalty as well. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that was a bit of a surprise, but he hasn't had a good season all season. And, and I think that is it. I'm a bit dismayed with how so many players are going through a bad patch. But I definitely think that on paper that they're more than strong enough. Up front may be the issue in terms of being strong enough, but the rest of the pitch on paper is not an issue. I, I, I'm a bit more worried about the fans being so impatient over these next few games where I actually have faith in Roy coming good, but it is no doubt that it's probably going to be getting a bit worse before it gets better. Yeah, maybe it will. I'll tell you what, we'll take a short pause. We'll talk about the lineup. We'll talk about Ayu and Cleate and the Everton uh, lineup. And a man who seems to, to, to enjoy playing against Crystal Palace in the form of Gilfie Sigurdsson. We've got his team news coming up for you around 20 past 7 this evening. Approaching 10 past 7 though this evening. It, this is Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Hi, hi, hi. 
okay, he's had a baby, which I know he took some time off. Um, so he's now got a Conor McGregor Jr. sort of narcissistic cleaner. You haven't got any children called Brian, have you? No. Okay, that would be very narcissistic, I believe, to. Uh, well, if they're all girls, me. that would be a bit odd, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3 p.m. on Love Sport. Love Sport, 558 AM. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Yeah, this is Love Sport. Good evening. Ten past seven across the capital. Thanks for choosing us this Tuesday night. We'll have updates from all of the games in the Champions League and in the Championship this evening. Plenty of action. Um, yeah, who, who wants to go into this? Gilfie Sigerson loves playing against Palace. Was he that good on the weekend, though? I, I think the stats about him are a bit over the top because I think he's been involved in that 5-4 game, which probably makes his overall ratio yeah. look better. I mean, there's no doubt he's a quality player, but um, I don't really remember too much that he did on the weekend. I just keep remembering thinking, as soon as he had the ball, the endless debate about whether it's Sigurdsson or Sigurdsson. And like, it's a good question. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, presumably, if anyone's got a definitive answer, it's you. Um, but I, I've always thought it's Sigurdsson, and then they started pronouncing it Sigurdsson. Is that because it's a new trendy thing? Is that like? I think it's gentrification in football gone wrong again. Yeah, it's up yeah. there with like Brio Spons. We've got um, Falafel. We've got a player coming on later on who used to play in Iceland. We might be able to get the answer from them. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's it's a great great idea. You know, we can uh, we could potentially ask. Uh, uh, it's Jim, isn't it? A little bit later. Uh, Reese West. Re- Reece yeah, he played in Jim. Jim Cannon didn't play in Iceland. No, no. no. no he may- maybe he shopped in Iceland. Croydon. No, it was B Jam when he was playing. B Jam. <laughs> Bristol Rovers, <laughs> as far as he got. Um, right. Okay. Let's uh, let's look back up at the lineup. Meyer was six. Sort of. How upset were you? I mean, after all, you know, we talked about last week on uh, on on back of the nest on this podcast on this show. Uh, we talked about you know the the need for Meyer and Coyote to play. We got one of them. You got Coyote. Meyer's sick though, apparently. The, the the thing is, everybody's clamouring for Meyer to play, and even when you were telling Palace fans on Twitter that he's sick, they're still blaming Roy for not picking him. And and it's getting ridiculous with the Palace fans. It, I, I think they need to settle a bit. But yeah, he needs to start as soon as he's ready, especially Sunday against Arsenal, because otherwise we haven't got a hope. But it's, we we really miss Kabai. I think that is. That is the big thing, and he's one of Kabai is one of those players. What do you miss uh, for, about Yang Kabai? Je ne sais quoi. I don't know. Um, it you, you only notice what he does when he's not there. If that makes sense, he, he kind of glues everything together. He was finding the passes, but I mean, the only player that's that's successfully passing, and I think he's got the best pass rate of all the defenders, is Sacco. But I understand Stefan has got a few issues with that man at the moment. Yeah, I've got big issues. I don't. I think Palace fans have got a lot of favourites and a lot of players that escape criticism for that reason. So Townsend's been pretty shocking, apart from one League Cup game all season. No one mentions it. Schlup rightly does get a hard time. People mention it overboard relatively. And Mamadou Sacco is half the player of the player next to him, James Tompkins. In fact, in that second goal, you see, you know, where is he standing? And Tompkins comes across to try and bail him out, but can't do it. And the first goal less so, but still somewhat his fault. 
not to mention on the ball. People talk about his passing. I, I, I'm not convinced. They're short passes. They're dangerous. I'm not sure what they get us. And I see Tompkins doing a lot better short and long passing. Yeah, there was that moment where he was in the corner of the pitch and he was trying to play the ball out and, and beat three or four men that had me tearing my hair out a little bit. But I, I think he's still solid in there and he still puts himself about. Did you see that lovely Cruyff turn he did when he was the last man as well? Yeah, you know, totally unnecessary. Just uh, just pulled it out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you, that's what you want from a defender, isn't it? But that, that's Shorten your life expectancy by a couple of years. <laughs> that's why Liverpool got rid of him, though, for those sort of things, wasn't it? What? Yeah. I won't say Dayan Lovren's any better. It was attitude. Best, best defender he, in the world. Yeah, he says he's better. He, he reckons he's the best defender in the world. Yeah. Yeah? Really? Well, I mean, with Saka, we judge, we've got to judge him on the fact that he's a £25 million player. But not just that, he's one of the biggest earners at the club. We also say, oh, France, what a great squad. He makes the French squad recently, and Tompkins doesn't. I think we set the bar low for our favourites. Because he's English. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've actually got a lot of depth at centre-back. That's what I mean, in England rather than France. Well, I'm saying that really they've got these players that we think, because they're French, they must be better than our equivalent. And we've got to set the bar consistently. And he's giving us a, a, a terrible moment once every game. And I don't think that the good outweighs the bad. I'm not saying there's no good. I'm not even saying would drop him because at the moment I saw Dan the other day in the under 23 match he doesn't seem ready but it is frustrating when you've got a, a defender who who's kind of making that many mistakes yeah yeah it is uh, it is frustrating what about Kiato how did he get on I thought he played pretty well um he he looked to me it was the first time that it looked like I didn't think we missed Kobay quite as much um the one thing that did get to me about Kiwate is it's like these new Puma kits. They're not quite as skin tight as the old uh, Macron ones. And, you know, he's quite a ripped man. And, and they, didn't make, they, they weren't very flattering on him. No. That, that, yeah, that bothered me a little bit. Um, but that's probably not something... Did it bother you? I think it's the vertical stripe down the middle. It's like, it's like big people wearing like, stripes across, isn't it? It just doesn't, doesn't go. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, Is that why Tango anyway. Man never used to wear the Sheffield Wednesday kit to the 90s? Could have been. Do you remember Tango Man? Yeah, yeah. At yeah, Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. You remember they had the Sanderson kit, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sanderson. I never even knew what Sanderson used to make, but they used to sponsor Southampton and Sheffield Wednesdays. So they had a bit of bucks. I thought yeah. they were paint. Yeah, I think it was paint. Was it paint? Mm. Fair paint. Yeah. You don't realise how like terrible those shirts were until you buy like a, a late 90s one on eBay and then you just put it on and it's just a tent. It's like, so heavy. Yeah. They're yeah. so heavy, these shirts, aren't they? And you're just sweating off, even though it's like middle of winter, you just like sweat pouring off you. Yeah. Can't beat the old Palace Theodora ones. I was, um. No? I was having a chat with um, Neil Shipley on Marathon Walk uh, as I overtook Andy Johnson oh, yeah. and um, I asked him, you know, you've, you've played in many different styles of kits, you used to have the really tight ones where I think it was when Everton was sponsored by Hafnia and they had that cup final and it was a wonder that they didn't sort of, they were so tight, it's a wonder they could, you know, their blood could flow. Um, and then you had the baggy ones, and Ship said, "No, that doesn't matter. It what matters is the material it's made out of. So breathable, did, did, breathable." Did yeah. he actually finish the marathon? He went. He he joined in the last ten miles, and according to AJ at the little do afterwards, they visited five drinking establishments in the last ten miles. Okay. Okay, that's, that's two two miles ago. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. fair play to him. Yeah. Fair play to him. Um, yeah. Any any other l sort of late remarks? You know, 
on, on the team selection and how Roy did it. We've talked every week about substitutions and the fact that he leaves it to his age, if you like, to make substitutions. When, when was the first substitution made? Very, very late, and it was um, Wickham. Four minutes to go? Yeah, it? something like that. And I, I'm not even Wickham's biggest fan, but it has got to the point up front where we're just sort of hoping that we're trying to remember that he was a better player than he was because I don't think he was but we're also just hoping that he can offer us some sort of centre forward play well, next board game idea has gone right out the window with Connor Wickham being involved yeah I threw it away yeah Connor Wickham's operation yeah yeah, yeah. all that welding just done for nothing yeah I know I know got him putting charity shops selling stuff that doesn't work who'd have thought it eh <laughs> that is a shame that is a shame um, yeah but uh Connor Wickham against the might of Dulwich Hamlets last week obviously uh, yeah. Hambo was giving you the updates um, he did look okay you know he wasn't exactly stretched but um, it, it had the feel of a friendly that was mid-season so everyone was giving it a bit more than the usual friendlies um, and he looked as though he wasn't a million miles off flight fitness um, bullet of a header um, I mean obviously it's against Dulwich Hamlets and you've got to take that into consideration but it, i it sort of made me slightly excited and that probably is more of a statement about the rest of our strikers than rather than Conor Wickham but um, yeah when when I saw he came on I sort of punched in the air um, I knew it wouldn't make any difference and he wouldn't have a shot but you know it's it's, it's a start he, he was talking about finally crossing that white line wasn't he on Twitter which is good the, the other mystery is uh, where's Riedewald because he was on the bench I think wasn't he but maybe I'm wrong but I mean the th- problem I had with Schlepp starting because I'm not like I said I don't want to bash him because I think that he gets a hard time compared to some but that doesn't mean that I think he's playing well and I think that quite frankly someone fresh who is really really up for it even a Kai Kai would genuinely offer more than Townsend or Schlepp right now Kai Kai will only get a chance if we have a really bad injury crisis and that's the only reason uh, Wan-Bissaka got into the team he'd still be in the under 23s or whatever if Wardy never got injured so how many more gems have we got sitting there in the in the reserve squad or all the junior squads that's well, the thing you never know until you give them a game I, I watched the under 23s the other day can't say that many stood out but you just I mean Wan-Bissaka didn't necessarily stand out consistently at that level by all accounts from what I get I just think that you know, I remember Tommy Saws in the Premier League. Sometimes players aren't even that good, but they're so up for it at that age that that actually provides a better output than a player who's just a journeyman who's coming in here and there. Vinnie Jones is your, your archetypal person like that, I think. He, he gave his all every week and made a big difference to that Wimbledon team, whether, whether, you know, whether he was the most skillful player or not. So you're likening Geoffrey Schlupp to Vinnie Jones? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean... It's uh, it, he is getting a lot of stick. He's getting he's getting a lot of stick, and and to be fair, he's he's not exactly um, been played in the sort of position he'd be happy with. But he has been absolutely dire recently, um, and I, he, all I can think of is that he's got some blackmail over Roy because it should not have been in the side. Who, who shouldn't be in this in the in this Palace side for you? You know, obviously. Uh, everyone was, was sort of like cursing Christian Benteke at the start of the season because he took many a chance. Now you'd kind of hope he, he was involved because at least he, he offers something, maybe a presence, if you like. That was the thing. Um, again, at the beginning of the season, Twitter was alive with Palace fans slating him and now he's the new messiah. Now he's injured. It's, uh, it, it's madness. But he was great at holding the ball up and link-up play and, and drawing players away. 
so that Wilf and such like could get in. But do we play like that under Roy? You know, we're talking about Benteke and, and about Wickham coming back in. But I actually think that the, one of the reasons Benteke has not been effective is because we actually play a lot of nice triangle passing moves which don't necessarily rely on getting crosses in or getting a ball up early to a big man and playing off them, which is why I think uh, oh, any big guy is not necessarily going to do well under Roy. Roy's not a long ball coach despite being old and English. Uh, he, he's quite a football <laughs> coach. The problem is that we've had six games of IU. And he's a small man, and he's been absolutely dire. Um, so I'm not sure, I'm not sure uh, what the solution but is. Dire's harsh on both of them. I mean, Slip doesn't necessarily do much wrong. He just kind of disappears and doesn't do a lot, and doesn't comes inside a lot. Same with Ayu, he works hard. But yeah, I mean, he's, they're, they're definitely not going to... Uh, they're the ones that you'd question in the starting lineup. Yeah. Is he is he coming inside because he's been told to? It looks that way, because he keeps on getting picked. He must be following the manager's instructions. Yeah, indeed. Uh, there you have it we're going to take a short pause on the back of this we're going to come back with all of your team news plenty of games uh, tonight plenty of London sides involved we'll have all of your news across the Champions League Championship Leagues 1 and 2 next on Love Sport The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com predict 7 to net a million Love Sport Radio the station giving fans a voice If you're a road cycling enthusiast, carinsuranceforcyclists.com rewards you when you get behind the wheel of your car. Your on-road cycling experience has made you more alert and road aware than the average car driver, and that deserves special attention. Let carinsuranceforcyclists.com source you the best car insurance deal, because good on two wheels means better on four. To find out how much you could save, call 0800 819 9319 and mention Love Sport Radio or visit carinsuranceforcyclists.com This is Lionel, another a very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest supply to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. 558 AM Love Sport The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com Predict 7 to net a million
Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio, uh, bringing you all of your team news ahead of a massive night of football this evening. Let's begin in the Champions League and Old Trafford. There's no changes for Manchester United. Jose Mourinho names the same starting eleven that played in that 2-2 draw against Chelsea at the weekend. United line up with De Gea in goal, backline of Young, Smalling, Lindelof and Shaw, Matic, Pogba and Matter in midfield with Rashford, Martial and Lukaku up top. Cristiano Ronaldo starts for Juventus in a front three including Juan Cuadrado and Paolo Diabala. Over to the Ukraine, Shakhtar Donetsk versus Manchester City. Kevin De Bruyne is back to make his first start of the season for Manchester City. The midfielder has missed much of the campaign with a knee injury but is one of four changes from the side that started the 5-0 win over Burnley at the weekend. Raheem Sterling, Gabriel Jesus and Nicolas Otamendi also return with Sergio Aguero, Vincent Company, Leroy Sané and Bernardo Silva making way. City line up with Edison in goal. Laporte, Mendy, Stones and Otamendi is a back line. Fernandinho is the holder with De Bruyne, Silva, Mares and Sterling behind Gabriel Jesus. Both of these are 8 o'clock kickoffs in the Champions League but there are 7.45 kickoffs in the Football League involving some of our London sides. Let's start at the Den and Millwall boss Neil Harris names an unchanged starting lineup from the weekend for tonight's visit of Wigan. It's just one win in their last 12 league games for the Lions and they line up with Amos and Gola back line of uh, Romeo Wallace Cooper and Meredith uh, Jed Wallace is in midfield as is Leonard uh, Sean Williams and uh, Shane Ferguson and Tom Elliott and Lee Gregory up top over to West London now and to Loftus Road QPR go unchanged as they aim to go unbeaten for a fourth successive game Lumley is the goalkeeper it's a back line of Cameron Rangel Lynch and Bidwell uh, Leisner's in there as well Jwolek and Luongo in midfield with Ize Hemed and Freeman as the front three into League One Charlton aim to build on a brilliant win at home to Barnsley on Saturday there's two changes for the addicts most interesting is that Darren Prattley is preferred as a makeshift centre half instead of Naby Sarr with Christian Bielek out injured Tariq Fosu comes in for Jamie Ward who is on the bench Charlton Athletic uh, of course taking on Oxford United at the Valley which means a return for Carl Robinson we'll have the addicts team line in fact we'll have the starting lineup pretty much uh, immediately for you. Apologies, my screen has just gone uh, gone blank. That's handy, isn't it, chaps? It is handy when you when, when your screen goes blank. Funny enough, the, the valley's going uh, pink in aid of Cancer Research UK uh, this evening. They like with Jed Steer with the goalkeeper uh, is the goalkeeper. It's a back line of Dyke Steel, Pierce, uh, Fosu, and Reeves elsewhere. Darren Prattley is involved as is Joe Rebo Carl Anahan Grant Chris Solly and Josh Cullen uh, with Lyle Taylor up top Wimbledon in action tonight no winning four for the Dons they take on 20th place Bristol Rovers in League One it's McDonald and Goa a line of Perrington Oshlarja Nightingale and Wagstaff Hartigan Appire Jervis and Sauce with McDonald and Hansen involved as well Trotter Pinnock and uh, Joe Piggott on the bench for Wimbledon plenty of other ties uh, uh, around this evening some big big games in the championship as Birmingham City host Reading Middlesbrough entertain Rotherham United of course QPR taking on Sheffield Wednesday Swansea versus Blackburn Rovers Peterborough at home to Fleetwood Town in League 1 Southend entertaining Walsall Wickham Wanderers at home to Rochdale into League 2 Milton Keynes taking on Notts County Stevenage entertaining Port Vowers Yeovil versus Crow Alexandra and of course we have the fourth qualifying round replays in the FA Cup Dagenham and Redbridge 
at home to Boreham Wood. Uh, a massive, massive game and a potential tie against Southport on the way. Maidenhead United taking on Chippenham Town. It's Oxford City, Hemel Hempstead Town. Wrexham versus Arrogate. And uh, FC Halifax versus Warrington Town. I'm sure Mr. Brian Moore will be keeping a uh, very, very keen eye on what goes on at the Shea. Plenty of games on route this evening. On the back of this, though, we are going to be speaking uh, to Jim Cannon. He joins us next on Love Sport Radio. Do stick with us. It's your Crystal Palace fan show uh, with the chats on back of the nest here. Uh, we've got Nick, we've got Mike, and we have everyone's favourite doppelganger, the man who looks like everyone. Does he look like everyone? Yeah, you just yeah. nodding. Yeah, he looks like everyone. It's Stefan. This is Love Sport with Jim Cannon next. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport. The dogs have been let loose. And with no muzzles in sight, these animals are bringing the bark and bite to your drive home. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Bringing you all the latest in sports news, sports views, and off-the-leash vicious debate. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. Wednesday's Champions League fixtures. Spurs to beat PSV in a must-win for the North London club. Barca to beat Inter. Liverpool to beat Red Star Belgrade. Paris Saint-Germain to beat Napoli. A tenner on the fourfold nets you £46.94. and Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. 558 AM. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results, win seven figures. Yep, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your Crystal Palace fan show. Now, it's not often that we have legends on him, but to be fair, we have him on every day. But this man is a proper 
proper proper palace legend Indeed. 15 seasons at the club 10 as captain a cultured centre half who could play left back and in midfield voted into palace's centenary 11 and only just picked to player of the century award by ian wright i'm sure though jim cannon y- y- you could have taken him on for that one-on-one you know that said that that player of the century award why didn't you uh, I, well, I don't know. He's, he's too quick for me, so I'd never have got near him. <laughs> good afternoon. In fact, good evening, uh, Jim Cannon. Thanks uh, for joining us this evening. Um, I mean, look, tell us what it was like at Palace, 1973 to 1988, involved in the first team. Of course, you had three years. Um, I mean, it must have been called a YTS then. As a, uh, <laughs> was it a YTS? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, we were called Apprentice Professionals. What was it which, like, though? I mean, you know, turn up from Glasgow and, and going to Crystal Palace. Um, well, to, to be perfectly honest, obviously it was a bit daunting when I first came down, but uh, there were so many Scottish lads playing, and Berthead used to go to Scotland and pick up three or four players every few months. And there was one or two, actually, apprentices that were from Scotland as well. So, it, although I was a 16-year-old away from home for the first time, it was... Uh, I settled in quite quick, so I think I was fortunate that a lot of the senior players were sort of Scottish lads, and uh, they all sort of took me under the wing, I suppose. Hello, Jim, it's Nicky. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Nice to speak to you after watching you from, oh, 76 was the first year I went to Palace, so you were already quite established. Um, I think back to when Steve Coppel took over... Mm-hmm. And, and before then, we were getting crowds of 17, 18,000 in the third division. We took a right dip, and we were getting crowds of 5,000. How did that feel to, to be playing to a v- virtually empty stadium? Uh, well, considering that uh, Cellos was quite a large stadium in, in them days, as opposed to now, we've been all seated. Uh, yeah, it, w- it wasn't nice times, but I, I mean, I, I think a lot of the, the, the problems we crowds in them days that there was so much violence and you know people just I think stopped coming to games if, if there was more there was more about violence every Saturday than, than there was talking about games and I think for a period and then obviously like we we had done really well probably up till about 1981-82 and then things changed managers went and and things went downhill a little bit until Steve started to sort of steady the ship a little bit once he'd been there a couple of years. But yeah, it weren't great. It weren't great times when you look at some of the old pictures and you there's more policemen standing on the ground than there was fans. It's uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was quite a sad time really. It was indeed. And and you said when you, when you came in '73, some of the older players looked out for you. Anybody in particular that sticks out? Uh, yeah, well, there was a few people like uh, Jerry Queen, their centre forward, Tony Taylor, the left back. He, he was like Tony was like obviously he come from Celtic, I think, and uh, he he sort of took me under his wing a little bit. I used to do a lot of babysitting for him, so yeah, lads like that there were, and always there to give you advice if and when you needed it. Yeah, that's good. And um, go on, Stefan. Uh, I was going to ask you. Um, Obviously, football is very different in those days. Um, what do you make of the current style of football that's being played in the modern day by the likes of Man City, etc.? Do you think it's gone too far with that as well? Uh, well, no, it's not too. It's not gone too far. I think if you to see football played as well as Manchester City playing it, I think is pleasing to the eye for any football fan. Uh, obviously, things have changed. Pitches are a little bit better than when I played in the seventies and eighties. So. 
uh, well, the game's just moved on sort of a million years from when I played. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day at Palace, uh, and they said, like, that you go to the training grounds, it's like the, the best spa health place in the, in the country. In our day, we had one physio that plugged a little heat machine in uh, if you needed <laughs> some sort of treatment. Nowadays, they've got, like, there's about 10 physios there and 10 trainers, and so, I mean, it's it's moved on obviously the foreign influx of people coming into the game and well the biggest thing is Sky with all the money and they've made the Premier League what it is do you, do, With that Jim do you, do you think that players coming into the game now youngsters have it a little bit too easy obviously you went through the cleaning everybody's boots sweeping the stands out players nowadays they miss it out <coughs> do, you, do you think they should go back to doing that and actually sort of earning the respect of other players uh, well, possibly, but I mean, the, the way football's gone now, like these, these kids of, at 17 have got, what, 16 have got agents, uh, and it, it just seems to be all about money. It's, I think it's, it's easier for these kids now to come in and earn good money as opposed to when we were play, even when I was playing as a senior pro. But at the same time, it's very hard for any of them to break through at the end of the top clubs, so... I mean that's why you see, I suppose, so many of them going out on loan all over the all over the world, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had discipline. We, we had to tra- clean the ground after a match day on the Monday. We'd spend the whole day cleaning the terraces and the stands and everything. So, and it, I mean, it, 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 I, I thought it was good for me. It, it gave me a discipline. It gave me something I'd never done before. And if you didn't do it right, you had to start all over again. And, and so, so if, you, if you didn't do your job properly, one of my jobs was in the cleaning the, the men's dressing room, the home dressing room, and the bath. It was a big communal bath in them days. And our, our coach, who was Andy Wall at the time, youth team manager, he'd come in and he'd go to a bit of skirting that nobody could see. He'd run his finger along the top of it. And this would be about four or five o'clock on a Friday and find a bit of dust and he'd just say right start all over again and do the whole thing so so you <laughs> learn you learn very early to sort of do things properly I uh, think, yeah I, I don't know if kids would do that nowadays so I think he must have met my missus yeah, Jim. You know, you talked about money there. What was it like, uh, like working uh, working for Ron Nodes? You know, an infamous chairman at Palace. Uh, well, Ron, well, I mean, Ron obviously come in initially. Come from Wimbledon, and everybody was a bit sceptical about him. Uh, I, I can't say I got on with him. I don't suppose I don't even know if he liked me or whatever. But I mean, things like that never bothered me. But he was a strange guy, Ron. I mean, he, he, in the end, he done quite well for the club, uh, and he done very well for himself. But I mean, the first day we went training to Mitchell, I think it was at the time, um, we used to get like a cup of tea, which was basically we didn't have to pay for it. And Ron was there a week, and suddenly we were paying twenty p for a, a cup of tea in the morning. My so <laughs> yeah, so things changed very drastically. Like. Uh, there was no money to be spent, and uh, it was quite hard. But uh, I think over the years he he done quite well for Palace. Uh, but uh, obviously he done he done very well for himself. God God rest his soul. I mean he was all right. He he had his ways. But Ron would talk to you one day as if you were the best person in the world. The next day he just walked past it as if you didn't exist. But 
Oh, you did that to everybody, so... That's my missus again. <laughs> <laughs> if I take you to the future a bit, Jim, um, what Palace modern centre-back do you think you play most like? Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, I suppose when I looked at Scott Dan, I, I quite liked him. He sort of tried to bring the ball down and play a little bit. Um, but it, I mean, they've got a few good centre-halves now, Palace. Uh, Not the errors of Sacco. Uh, Sacco Sacco is a work in progress he uh, he just worries the life out of me if he, get, if he gets the ball nobody's near him then I panic because <laughs> as soon as somebody goes to close him down he wants to dribble with it or he's a good defender but uh, he's, he, got, he's, he gets a bit he gets a bit confused sometimes when he saw try to pick passes out and then he overdoes it a little bit but uh, he is a good defender so I'll, I'll, I'll say that about him what, what advice would you give to Roy in our current predicament where we can't seem to score I was going to say for Toffee then but that's Everton isn't it <laughs> yeah. uh, pray what answer have you got for a, t- a, set, a team that hasn't got basically a centre forward at the moment uh, our main centre forward has gone through a, a dreadful time. Uh, he's, he's lost a lot of confidence. He's, uh, he's he doesn't to me he doesn't work hard enough on the part. But but taking all that away, he's he's the only one we've got at the moment that's got a bit of presence about him. Uh, I'm talking about height and his ability to maybe win a few balls. Uh, Connor Wickham. Uh, I don't know whether he's going to be fit enough to sort of like come straight in and and do something. Although when he before he got injured, which seems like years ago now, he had been playing really well. Uh, we've got the other like big centre Sorloff that he's got. Nobody seems to know much about him. We only see him for like five ten minutes at a time. Um, do, uh, do you think we? I got think a- he's got to stick with Wilfred up front. Uh, I mean, I think. It, Against Wolves, Wilfred out on the left wing, he was getting closed down and there was he couldn't get any space. But when he played at Everton uh, the other day, the other night, he looked really good playing sort of down the middle. He's got a bit more space to run, and he, he seemed to cause them all sorts of problems. So I, I, there's no easy answer to not having a striker. Um, we've just got to. I suppose keep persevering and working with what we've got. Do you, do you think we do have enough, or, or do you think we we maybe no, need we one don't. in January? No, we sh- we should have whatever we done in the summer. We should have put another centre forward. We had one centre forward that was struggling last season, and nothing was done. I mean, we brought uh, Job Nayu in, but to me, he he don't look much different to Fraser Campbell. He's just <laughs> yeah, he's. he's <laughs> He's a decent enough player and he works hard, but I don't really see any goals in him. Indeed. So uh, I think we should have proves. bought. We should have bought in the summer, definitely. And, and, and do you do you think that um, that's the only the only problem we've got, or do you think there's other areas that are causing these problems at the moment? Not really, because I think uh, overall we're we're not doing too bad. I mean, the midfield. I do think we missed a, a little French guy that sort of left us in the summer I, I always think he was goodbye. he was a, was a decent player uh, he got stuck yeah. in but uh, in general I think we're, we've looked alright we've, we've got two really good fullbacks that want to get forward uh, the midfield looked quite steady we, we need 
I think we need more midfield players breaking into the box maybe to try and help out at times but uh, we don't look at, at times we look quite a decent side but we also look a side that struggling to score a goal and like it's like anything we've played Everton I mean we could have we could have, if we'd have won that game 1-0 you'd have gone yeah that was a good result uh, Bournemouth we'd done alright Wolves we had lots of the play um, but don't really look like putting the ball in the back of the net and uh, I don't, well it's the hardest job in football and there's no easy fix especially with the players that we've got one, one of uh, the biggest bugbears at the moment is Roy is not really making tactical substitutions uh, and we're being undone by other teams making the substitutions. I mean, Sunday, the two Everton subs scored because they, they changed the way they played. Um, yeah. Um, going back to the old days, you used to only have one sub and now you've yeah. got a choice of six. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, I've heard people say it as well. Sometimes... And we've watched the games. Sometimes I think Roy just changes like for like, and you look at it and you think, well, no. I mean, we we should be either pushing somebody further up, or maybe putting an extra man in the middle of the park to sort of stop some team sort of like taking control there. So yeah, I mean, I think Roy at times changes like for like, and nothing really changes maybe sometimes maybe we need to change the system a little bit whether it's going 4-4-2 or 4-3-3 or 4-5-1 or whatever so um yeah but maybe he's looks at the players that he's got and thinks maybe they're not not what i want on my subs bench to improve the side i don't know and it's going to be a real, it's going to be a really tough one this weekend against Arsenal. You know they've suddenly sort of found some form. Well, they have found some brilliant form. In fact, after a, a tough start for Unai Emery, you know they they they're going quietly about their business. Arsenal, and, you know, whilst Palace's defence is is pretty decent, you just wonder if Palace are going to have enough to to test the uh, the Arsenal backline. Well, I, I always think it's easier for us. I mean, we with the games we played at home lately, Wills, Newcastle, Southampton. I mean, we didn't play well against Southampton, but Newcastle, we had lots of play, but they they tended to just sit back and, and not give nothing away. Wills, I was surprised, because I thought they would be better than what they were, but they sat back, whereas teams like Arsenal are not going to sit back, they're going to come at us. So I think maybe that's, a little bit easier for, although it's a, obviously a much harder game it might give us a little bit more room when they're sort of coming at us they, they don't look I mean I saw the game uh, last night Leicester game or Monday night was it um, I saw the Leicester game um, and they, they could have if they'd have been 2-0 up like against Arsenal you'd think yeah you've got a chance with Arsenal's defence because it's still not a great defence but obviously the forward line at the moment and the midfield look really good, so they will they will score goals. That's that's a certainty. Um, it's just whether we can maybe we're always good when we're at our backs to the wall playing against the top side when we've lost a few games. That's when mm-hmm. we can be at our most dangerous. So we'll keep <laughs> keep our fingers crossed. Uh, and, and just taking it internationally very quickly, um, and I probably only say this on the back of England beating Spain, but um, do you think that James MacArthur uh, would have helped in Scotland's recent relatively uh, relatively <laughs> poor results? Um, 
Well, I mean, I think James McArthur's quite a decent player, uh, and I think he'd be an improvement to them. But uh, I think they might need more than a James McArthur <laughs> to get any results. <laughs> I, think, I think they might need 15 players on the park when we get a result at the moment because it's, it's not looking too good, is it? <laughs> Jim, you're an absolute gentleman. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Jim Cameron, uh, Crystal Palace legend, if you yes. like. Absolute legend in that Centenary 11 uh, for a reason. Uh, we have our first goal of the night. Shrewsbury Town have got it. Shrewsbury 1, Barnsley 0. It's 2 0 to Bayern Munich as they are in Athens this evening in the Champions League. We'll have all the scores next. Goals as they're going here on Love Sport Radio. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Giving your team the coverage they deserve. Love Sport Radio. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count. Essex's largest windows, doors and conservatory retailer, SEHBAC, are looking to recruit experienced installers following further expansion of the business. Based in Essex, we can guarantee you full-time work at competitive rates of pay. SEHBAC for your windows, doors and conservatories. SEHBAC, 0800 travel 4 for more details, visit sehbac.com slash careers. Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport. We've had some goals already in League One. Bradford nil, Coventry City one, Luton Town one, Accrington Stanley nil. Danny Hilton with the goal for the Hatters. And I'm, I'm just noticing the uh, Coventry uh, Johnson Clark Harris. Yeah, that's good. There are so many double-barreled surnames, mate. Is 
football losing its working class status. I, I'd agree. Uh, it's gentrification again. Hambo talks it all the t- talks about it all the time. You know, gentrification in football. You could just talk about it every single day. I think yeah. it's more broken families taken by parents' <laughs> names. <laughs> the, the best one was there was a, a lad called Linnell John Lewis. That is oh, that's Linnell. Uh, uh, or is it Linnell? Not Lionel. No, you know, okay. you know, Linnell's in like Borat. Okay. Linnell. Um, this is my friend Linnell. I've got some crazy names that I've heard. Coco Valentine. Linnell Jonas. Elliot Justham. Who's <laughs> <laughs> a double barreled scored against us, wasn't it, Sunday? Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin, yeah. yeah. He's a good player. He is a good player. And but even names now confuse me. Being a teacher, there's no Johns anymore. There's no Simons. It's all like Mercedes and Jaden. Jaden is the most common name I've come across. Is it really? Yeah. Sp- speaking of yeah, in a few years' time, it, it might seem like these names are really are really dated. I was thinking earlier, do you reckon like loads of tattoos is going to become dated? Because um, apparently, are you worried. Well, maybe. Apparently, <laughs> but um, Barclays just had all of his lasered off. Has he really? Yeah. My granddad, God rest his soul, he had loads of tattoos from his like military days and stuff. Yeah. And he'd never go anywhere without a long sleeve shirt on. Could be boiling hot in summer. He'd be wearing a long sleeve shirt because you're so ashamed of him. Yeah. What My, did he have? Was there any? All was, sorts. All sorts of tattoos. And the thing is, it was like 1940s and 1950s India and Africa, and they were terribly done. You didn't get no good good quality stencil artists. This was like a one-touch one hit and hope, you know? And yeah, especially when you've got the artist and he's having a, you know, a little beverage on the side yeah. while he's doing it. Yeah. It just didn't work out. This feels like well. this feels like a topic where we should get a tattoo of the next Palace player that scores a goal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> Did you see that bloke on Twitter who'd had a tattoo? I think it was of Alan Shearer, but it, yeah. it looked like Stefan. It actually did look like Stefan. That's Everyone the thing. Does. Do you know who you do? You look like a bit like Mike Ashley, you know? It's just the face. Ooh, He's my neighbour. I'd, I'd say Judy Garland. Judy Garland. <laughs> Lincoln City, now Carlisle, United. One will keep you up to date with all the scores and goals as they're going here on Love Sport Radio. Still six or seven minutes away from our kickoffs in the Champions League tonight. Man City out in Ukraine as they take on Shakhtar. The next Manchester United entertaining Juventus this evening. Um, Nick, you know, very, very quickly before we head for the news, um, tell us some memories of Jim Cannon. He was just always there. Mm. He was solid. Um, and he played with so many great players and it was like every great squad Palace had he was there particularly 79 when we got promoted and then my dad moved us to Cornwall which gutted me because I never saw us in the old first division then Um, but he was reliable I can't remember him really having a bad game scored a couple of corkers in his career as well but but yeah he was a legend as he said absolutely legend and he gave his all for the club and I like the way he still talks about us when he talks about Crystal Palace. Well, I mean, Crystal Palace, yeah. he, you know, some, some people look at, you know, one club men as, you know, he, he played for, for Palace and only Palace. But, you know, literally this guy, I think he played a bit, maybe a, a game or two for Bristol Rovers, not very many. Mm. And then he went, he dropped out to non-league, you know, down to Dartford and Croydon. Dulwich Hamlets again. Dulwich Hamlet, there you go. You know, so, you know, he played a lot of football league games for Palace in, 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 a, in a funny era as well. Yeah, I think he managed Chipstead as well. Mm. That was his, uh, his having a go at manag- managerial ship. Is that a word? Managerial ship? Management. Management, that'll be it. <laughs> that'll be it. Thanks. Tell the teacher how to do his job. Um, and we were a bit gutted when he went. Um, but, yeah, Jim Cannon, first on the team sheet, I think. Top man. Do you reckon he could slot into this Palace side? I don't think those players from those days would be fit enough now. No? 
Honestly, I don't think. Well, it's because he's 65. <laughs> yeah, <something>. yeah. <laughs> We'd pick a forward from that team, wouldn't we? Who would you pick? In fact, yeah, that's a great question. We've got, we've got about 30 seconds of the news from that era. Who, who would you have? What era are we talking? Because he covers from about the, four uh, or five no, epochs. No, he, ca- carries, he carries 15 years of Palace experience. You know, over the over that period from like the 70s in towards the, the late 80s, who would you have? I'd, I'd pick three players that I could have. From Go that, on. No, for Peter Taylor, Vince Hilaire, Chris Armstrong or Ian Wright. Chris Armstrong is in Chris Armstrong who went to Tottenham mm. yeah who's now a Rastafarian is he yeah he's like a full on Rastafarian I know he used to be called Coco Pop there you go. <laughs> I don't know why he had a little thing on his nose oh, like right. a Coco Pop so everybody called him Coco Pop fair enough uh, yeah we did talk to Peter Taylor a couple of weeks ago he was absolutely brilliant 7.57 we've got your news up next Love Sport with 7OTB.com predict 7 results win 7 figures this is Love Sport. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. 1.7 seconds, it's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, chief brand officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. This is Love Sport Radio. There's another goal for Coventry City. Bradford nil, Coventry City 2. Wickham Wanderers have opened the scoring. It's Wickham 1, Rochdale nil. If Stefan moves it, I can tell you who scored it. It's Bryn Morris with the goal. He's on loan from Shrewsbury Town. Forest Green 1, Tram nil. Swindon nil, Cambridge United 2. Swindon Town in for a very long night. You can move your head back now, Stefan. This is Love Sport Radio with your Crystal Palace fan show courtesy of Back of the Nest. Plenty on the way. Going to be looking ahead to this weekend's game against Arsenal. It is certainly going to be a big one for Palace and for Unai Emery as well. A serious challenge Palace are going to, uh, are going to present. Maybe not in the forward line. Mikey, huh? I, I don't think so, no. No. Me neither. This is Love Sport Radio. Approaching 8 o'clock, here's your news. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8. The Prime Minister's spokesman says the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi is deeply disturbing. 
Parts of his body are understood to have been found in the Saudi Consul General's garden in Istanbul. Turkey's president says his killing was premeditated murder. Laws around food labelling could be tightened next year. The Environment Secretaries met the parents of a girl who died after an allergic reaction to a pret sandwich. He's also warned businesses they don't need to wait for the law to change to do the right thing. The market price of the UK's most valuable companies has dropped to its lowest level since March. The FTSE 100 was down by 1.25% to 69.55 at the end of trading today. Major European markets have also taken hits. Investments expert Edward Park says there are many factors at play. We've got central banks around the world tightening. That kind of adds a bit more volatility generally, but it's more of a cocktail at the moment. We've got Italy, got the Saudi concern, but also we've had US earnings come through today which have missed expectations. A woman who was racially abused on a Ryanair flight says she expects to make a statement to police. Officers in Essex say the matter is being investigated by authorities in Spain as the plane was still on the ground in Barcelona at the time. What's thought to be the world's oldest intact shipwreck has been found in the Black Sea. The discovery was made over a mile underwater off the coast of Bulgaria and is believed to be a Greek trading ship that's over 2,400 years old. Archaeologist Dr Alice Roberts says we can learn much from the discovery. Each shipwreck is a little time capsule and we're finding out things about shipbuilding and about how ships work that we didn't know before. So the position of the rudders, how the whole ship worked and that information just, just hasn't been available before because we haven't had anything this intact. In sport, both Manchester clubs are in Champions League action tonight. Manchester United host Juventus while Pep Guardiola's city side face Shakhtar Donetsk in Ukraine. That's the latest, I'm Charlie Max. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. This is a tune, isn't it? I think if I wasn't a Palace fan, it may be I wouldn't describe it as a tune. Um, but as I am, obviously, yeah. Um, what, what we got in the box outside? Is this a tune? 
Yeah, we, we got a double tune. I, w- I was thinking earlier, this might be the song I've heard more than any other in my whole life. Because my kids play it now. They're, they're Palace fans. I've been hearing it at Palace since 1976. Um, yeah, I don't think I've heard any other tune. I'm sick of it, but I don't like how it. Palace adopt it. Before my time. Started in the 60s. Do they still, play, do they, yeah. do they still play that little bit after the goal? I think we do, although it's hard to know when you're in the rowdy corner at Palace. But it obviously became the main theme at the uh, for the for FA Cup final, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Blackpool use it as well, don't they? Yeah. Do they? As do others. Yeah. Well, there you have it. But we were the first. There you have it. Um, right, let's um, let, let's talk. Apparently, uh, well. In fact, no, we have a goal. Norwich nil, Aston Villa 1. James Chester with the goal for Dean Smith's side. Um, let's talk about the lack of subs. Roy has gone from mayor of Royden to, to having an absolute mayor. We talk about his subs. We talk about the timing of his subs all the time on this radio show. Hambo in particular gets very, very, very aggrieved. Uh, Connor Wickham came on for, what, a minute? For uh, Four minutes, I think. Yeah, that was Why? injury time. I don't know. He needs maybe he doesn't want him to get injured, but then, you know, he's back on. He's played a minute, or five minutes. Hopefully, he'll be ready to start start a game or even do a whole half. But yeah, you got you got to bring other players on because because if you're sitting on the bench and the same players are starting every week, you're soon going to get fed up. And and somebody up my Aaron uh, Geiter, the goalkeeper, mm. that. How long before they get fed up and want to move on? Yeah, I was about to say about Guaita. I mean, we haven't really seen him. Is Has Hennessy been that good? Yes, uh, that's just it. I mean, Hennessy's been the not head. just good this season, but the whole back end of last season for the last third, he's been fantastic. You can't really point any negative fingers at him. You're looking for it. And I said at the time I would have gone for someone who's, who's more used to the Premier League. I think that keepers coming in from a foreign league always take a, a year to sell. Well, I think the great thing about about him is if you follow him on Instagram or whatever he's always got a massive grin on his face um, and I think he genuinely is one of those players that doesn't particularly mind sitting on the bench for long periods um, you know he still he still says all the right things um, and I wonder if they kind of knew that when they signed him um, and you know he's still going to he's probably going to be playing against Middlesbrough um, Wednesday week so he, he seems happy enough he haven't had any discontent so. he's been on the bench for a lot of his career when he was at Valencia and you know we, we, Hennessy's been great we shouldn't be yeah. looking to get someone out because they're less fashionable and this is a guy who most of us hadn't heard of until about a year ago he's had apparently the best keeper in Spain or one of but for one year at the age of 30 yeah uh, and Hennessy has been absolutely amazing and um, he, he kept Palace uh, nil nil again he, he made a couple of really decent saves at the weekend you can't really fault him um, I'm still team Spironi well, well be team, saw him at the Dulles Hamlets game exactly it's beautiful team beautiful. team Jules absolutely love that guy are Palace fans now looking around at other teams just you know I mean I talked about it to Brian Moore before you know um, I think Palace are kind of going under the radar because Newcastle everything that's going on there with with you know Mike Ashley everyone's now turned on Rafa and gone well actually it might not be Mike Ashley because if Rafa isn't getting tuned out of the players it could be him um, you know Southampton haven't been great no one's really mentioned them let's be fair Huddersfield I mean the press want Dean Hoyle to sack David Wagner but Dean Hoyle's like no we'll, we came up with him we'll go down with him as well if, if we go down are Palace just sort of going under a bit like the radar and just you know the press aren't really picking up on them 
Oh, I think we don't get that much press attention anyway, to be honest, regardless of whether we're doing well or bad. But I think rightly so. I, 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 we'll get on to it later on, but you know, I, I just don't think we need to panic. We've been in this situation a lot of times before, worse situations with worse teams, with your Pulis coming and, and turning things around, or even Pardew. That wasn't quite as good a team as this. So um, maybe it's because of that. Maybe because they've seen us do it before. It's, it's but as Jim Jim Cannon alluded to earlier, we've, we've got Roy now, who isn't making the subs. Is he a one-trick pony? And the other question is, how much do we miss Stephen Reid? I know it's been mentioned before, but I I really think he he had a lot of positive impact. On but the what team. are we basing that on? We're guessing. We're I guessing on what's so. things. We're guessing that it's Kabaya that's gone. The honest truth is that we don't know. We're not at the training ground. And I think he's had such a long career. One trip pony is very harsh. I mean, some of the things that he's doing at Palace, he didn't do at previous clubs. Uh, in Roy, we trust. But I do have to say that whilst I'm not an advocate for saying that if you make substitutes, it will change things, it doesn't necessarily change things. It, it is a bit frustrating when we're trying the same formula. Indeed. Are you concerned though? Because if you look around you, again, Fulham have got goals. Cardiff, I mean, pulled out four the other day. Danny yeah. Ings is firing at Southampton. Um, again, I was a big, big fan of Danny Ings, and I said that Palace should have gone for him in the summer. They didn't. They opted not to go for, for him, but they opted to bring in RU instead. Um, I think obviously everyone was a bit worried about that whole obligation to buy that Liverpool have put in. I think it's what is it, £20 million? They've turned around and said you have to pay £20 million for him. Um, you know, at the end of it, is it a case of recruitment? Are you looking at other teams? What what we what are we thinking? Well, I think, um, first of all, if, di- if we'd have been in this situation last season where all of the promoted teams were doing pretty well. I think I'd be a lot more worried. Um, but the great thing this season is it does seem like there's some teams that are going to really struggle most games. Um, Our Palace going to be one of them. It's possible. I mean, at Fulham, it looks as though they can't, they just can't keep the ball out of their own net. Um, so they're going to have to score one more than the other team in order but to get it, anything. Okay, but, but fine. But is it a harder commodity to buy a, a, a striker that will bang you in goals in January rather than you know a defender that will actually do a job? That's very true. And I mean, I can't think of too many teams in the bottom half with a striker of note that I'm jealous of. I mean... Mitrovic? The, he's, well, yeah, he's, absolutely. He's, he's a striker who, who's... I think he's the best striker in Europe statistically. Yeah. He was he was Newcastle's number three or four for most of the time. Well, I mean, if you look at Newcastle, they let go of Mitrovic, they let go of Dwight Gale as well, who's fine in the championship. Don't get me wrong, it's the championship, but they lost lost goals there. Mitrovic at Fulham, they've got Luciano Vieto as well. Cardiff have got Zahore if he decides to turn up. Neil Warnock has publicly slammed his 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 four players. He's turned around and gone, well, they're not good enough. They're not good enough. They're not good enough. They couldn't bring in a striker. You know, Huddersfield, Steve Mooney. I mean, not great, let's be yeah. fair. But Southampton, you've got Ings and Charlie Austin. West Ham have got Hernandez, got Andy Cow to come back as well. Arnautovic is quality as an out-and-out forward, let's be fair. Uh, and Burnley, I think and until they're... I mean, are they, are they still in the Europa League? They're, they're out, aren't they? <laughs> they're out, yeah. But why are we mentioning West, West Ham are a top-half team? I mean, they definitely are on paper, they should be. And they won the World Cup. everyone wants this top class goal scoring centre forward we looked it's hard to find we're not the only ones that didn't get them Danny Ings is is no better than than really or much better than what we've got if you take out he's had a lot of injuries over the last few years even before then his record actually wasn't outstanding by any stretch but he's barely played any games yeah, Liverpool, he has because be he's fair. been injured. Let's, but let's be fair, though. You know, if you've got Sturridge, Suarez, Firmino, Mane, Salah, and then you've got Danny Ings lurking around, you're not going to play Danny Ings. 
No, no I, just I financially, he, like he wasn't an option anyway. I mean, it, it, mm. they, 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 there was talk. You know, Parrish said, you know, we, we can't keep spending this twenty sort of million on, on players. Uh, you know, he's used he's used the name Sacco. He, he did um he did an interview recently with uh, another fairly well-known Palace podcast and uh, you know he said we, 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 it's not financially viable for us to be spending 20, 20 odd million again and I think that actually was referring to Danny Ings in part but the, before the start of the season you know I was fairly confident I thought Benteke okay you know uh, we'll see what happens Serlot I was convinced was going to come through IU I thought well that's a decent loan um, and I think a lot of people agreed with me I, uh, I wasn't convinced by our forward line I'm not just saying that now but I didn't think that there were better options out there without throwing loads of money away and I agree that it's not necessarily financially viable to do it I'm just thinking last year we thought we needed loads more goals in the second half of the season we didn't really get them Benteke didn't really hit form we've still got those same players so I don't think we need to panic we were good enough then why wouldn't we be now and we we're in a worse spot uh, right let's get some goal news uh, Real Madrid have grabbed a goal at home to uh, Victoria Pilsen carrying Benzema with the goal and the man with the pink hair Lyle Taylor has bagged a penalty for Charlton Athletic Charlton won Oxford United no, not uh, an initial happy return to the Valley for Carl Robinson we'll take a short pause we'll be back with more scores and more Palace Chat next on Love Sport Love Sport with 7OTV.com Predict 7 to net a million This is Love Sport Love Sport I work for Spokesmansaid.com We can help you save money on your home insurance All you need to do is visit Spokesmansaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal The Love Sport Fan Shows the team are in good hands. It's like a whirlwind machine. It just keeps going. Well, the same manager, obviously, uh, same group of players. You know, on today's indication, it shows it's a team that's still going to go and get results. You know, whether that's away from home, Wembley, the new stadium, looks good. And I expect the team to have another good season. Weekdays and Sunday from 7 p.m. Love Sport, 558 a.m. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, goals flying in across the country. Blackpool one goal up on Scunthorpe United. South End have opened the scoring at home to Walsall. Macclesfield nil, Northampton one. Shrewsbury two up on Barnsley now. Plymouth Argyle one, Gillingham nil. Who scored it? It's Freddie Ledapo, formerly of Crystal Palace. Scored two at the weekend as well. Did it? Yeah, he's on fire. You could do with him right now. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not like he didn't have his chance. Um, yeah, um, I, I read a thread on on Twitter somewhere like the worst Palace strikers to ever play. Yeah, he was in there, wasn't thread. it? Do you remember that thread? It yeah. was so good, wasn't it? Yeah, some were harsh. <laughs> so, a few were harsh, yeah. Um, but he, he, the guy that wrote that, he put some time into that. It's, it's well worth. I love it, a good thread sometimes. Trevor Aylott is the worst ever Palace striker. End of. Well, worse than Sandor Torgelli. Yep. Or, uh, what was his name? The guy from Luton now playing somewhere like Swindon. The guy from Luton now playing somewhere near Swindon. So, I think he's Could playing lower league. Could Town. You know what <laughs> I mean. No, I, I'll, it'll come to me. Um, Andrew. No, that's not Calvin Andrew. Calvin Andrew. Calvin Andrew. He was Is he playing Swindon? He was at uh, Rochdale, It's not Rochdale, Swindon. It's, it is Rochdale. You're it's right, a Rochdale, yeah. 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 Nice guy, Calvin. Sure. Nice guy. Um, yeah. Boyle. Sorry? Adi Boyle. Marouane Schmack. No, no, no. Did, no. That, no, no, no. Did that guy used to do his hair with a toothpick? 
His hair was terrible. I mean, the I styling was. Ho- he looked like you know it was like you know like a uh, a hat that you'd see like at a wedding. Just like his hair was absolutely shocking. Speaking of which, I've had this picture of Chris Armstrong's uh, <laughs> dreads staring at me now for about the last 15 minutes. How's that looking for you? It's, it's good. Apparently he was convicted in 2016 of possessing cocaine, cannabis and ecstasy, which would be 20 years after he failed a drug test for Palace. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. some things never change. Milton Keynes nil, Notts County won. Lewis and Sandra with the goal for Notts County. Berry won. Uh, Newport County nil. Uh, Blackburn Rovers have gone one goal to the good at Swansea. Charlie Mole grew with the goal, as we mentioned before. Real Madrid won. Victoria Pills nil. Charlton one nil up on Oxford. Luton won. Accrington Stanley won. Who scored it for uh, for Stanley? Who was it, Mike? Offrande Zanzala. What a man. What a player. Offrande Zanzala. Names. Football names. Lincoln won. Carlisle 2. Ashley Nadeson with a goal for Carlisle. Yeovil 1. Crew 1. Those are your scores right now. We'll be back uh, with more goals as they're going on last four. Let's talk Wilf though. He doesn't quite look like he's, he's firing. He came back from international duty with an injury. Now, I don't know whether he was 100% fit when when he started against Everton. I'll give the ref his due, though. He, he was pulling up a lot of fouls. Still the most fouled player. But, yeah, he, he's, he's not at 100%. Uh, even before that game, he's he's been very bad since he came out with those comments about the ref. Now, I don't think that that is why, but it is since that time he's been very poor indeed. And uh, he's getting a complete free ride from it. Uh, talking of the penalty, though, I, I personally would have, you know, I wouldn't like a, a penalty to be given against Palace uh, with that little contact. But that's more of a gripe of modern football. He, he caught him. Caught him. Caught him contact. That's all that criteria when we want it to be. When it's against us, we'd go mad. I think the thing about that that penalty decision is that is literally how I saw the only way we were going to get a goal. Yeah. Um, and I, I just thought the only way this is going to happen is if he runs from from inside left, um, and someone trips him up. And that's exactly what happened. It was very soft, admittedly. Um, but I think people have just cottoned on to the fact that if they double mark Wilf, we don't have a lot else at the moment well, we do we, we they're just out of form I mean Townsend he, if he could shoot he got into yeah. spaces at the edge of the box <laughs> Luther's not I, been good I think that David Bowie song's just got to his edge you know that it's possible it's possible it's yeah. a big tune yeah. as well that, 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 the, the, the problem with Angels and it was discussed on our pre on our preview podcast by Terence uh, at redandbluearmy.co.uk and a couple of others and your friend Mr Curley his loss in form is down to his hair getting longer <laughs> Since his hair's got a bit bushier, he hasn't been as good, and Palace haven't been as good. Not as aerodynamic. All to do, I was just about to say, all to do with aerodynamics I, and physics. I think his hair plugs are starting to wear off, um, and I think as a result, he's growing his hair out to try and cover up the fact that the uh, the hair plugs haven't perhaps taken quite as well as he thought they would. Oh, um, I've yeah. never, never, never thought of that. But he, I mean, he he's shooting. Not as much, but they're always wide, or they're very pathetic. And that goes back a way long time. If he was a youngster playing the same way for the last year, people would say it's not enough. If you put Kai Kai in for the same period, the output would be no worse. Yeah, so... He just works hard, but he's a £70,000 a week sort of hard. Uh, yeah, there's been a goal in the Champions League at Old Trafford. Manchester United now uh, one goal down. It's United or Juventus. One will have the goal scorer for you imminently. Let's just hope it's not, um, yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. We haven't had uh, the goal scorer yet. Uh, but yeah, we will have it for you as uh, as we 
find out who has fired that one and it's Paolo Diabala with the goal for uh, for Juventus he is an absolutely top 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 mm. not, notch player isn't he um, on the back of a break we're going to be talking about a poll that was put out on uh, the back of the nest social media it's at back of the nest on twitter if you want to give them a follow a poll will put out about roy hodgson are you still with roy hodgson uh do you want him to leave the club or do you not know we'll have the results of that plus a bit of chat about who uh, potentially comes in to replace roy hodgson if steve parish decides to dispense of his services next here on lost ball Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. From Adams Park to Wembley, we've got it covered. Love Sport Radio. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com, getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Sometimes you don't have the answers to all of life's questions, but my dilemma can help. What's the best pub for away fans? What restaurant should I go to for a first date? Where's the best place for a city break? My Dilemma is the new app where you can ask the really important or fun questions and get the answers you need. Just post your question, present the options, and the other users will help you find the solution to your dilemma. My Dilemma, a problem shared is a problem solved. Download for free from the App Store. One point seven seconds it's over in a flash this is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device money worth spent don't you think mark pritchard chief brand officer of procter and gamble the world's biggest advertiser has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency so digital media stick your algorithms up your anyway radio is different the average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week your potential customers are listening right now grow your business with love sport radio imagine what it's like to be a road worker on a motorway Please drive carefully through roadworks. This is Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, the goals are flying in and uh, we've had a goal at Bristol Rovers. Bristol Rovers won AFC Wimbledon nil. Ed Upson with the goal. And I'll tell you what, that Wimbledon show is going to be really lively this coming Sunday night. Make sure you catch it 8 o'clock Sunday night. Uh, when 
When did Wimbledon give up on Neil Ali? It's 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 crazy. It really, really is. QPR, I've got one goal to the good though. They're at home to Sheffield Wednesday. It's Toma Hemed with the goal for QPR. Steve McLaren aiming to take QPR onto four uh, well four games unbeaten. He's uh, he's really turned it round there following that tonking at West Bromwich Albion. Morecambe nil, Mansfield one. Manchester United are a goal down to Juventus at Old Trafford. Paolo Diabala with the goal. And just some early possession stats. United with 28% possession at home to Juventus. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking now a bit about Roy Hodgson because there's been a poll uh, put out uh, well, it was put out on the 22nd of October asking are you Roy in or Roy out uh, or are you don't know so it was hashtag Roy in at 46% 25% said Roy out 29% said don't know uh, well over a thousand of you voted let's go through some of the answers because you know a lot of people have asked who do you replace Roy Hodgson with um, first of all as Rickers has said Big Sam will be back um Richard Briggs it certainly wouldn't be an easy job replacing a man with Roy's experience maybe Friedman would step in as temporary boss even though he seems to be getting on okay in his current role we'd be debating whether to go young up and coming or someone to save us uh Liam has said oh god no Moyes and Wolfie because Wolf out the door at the next given opportunity um Dave Hill said be warned Dougie's the heir apparent Bradley big Sam uh, we should have done so much more to keep him I like Dougie I think he'd do all right D- uh, are you talking about Dougie's and Freeman? Doug, Dougie and Freeman. I okay. thought we were doing well till he till he sloped off to Bolton and and was rightly castigated for it. But we were definitely going in the right direction. And he was the man that got us promoted. It was Holloway that almost prevented it. Um, super uh, Nathan Jones has said super out. At least we'll score a few. Danny said Big Sam. Lord Joe Lee said Wenger in. Um, yeah, <laughs> Jack CPFC said Jose Mourinho. He's put a, a, a gif of, I was about to say a gif of Jose. Isn't gif the stuff you clean your bath with? It's uh, an Australian name, gif. Sorry, it used to be. It's sif now, isn't it? They changed the name. Oh, just mm. branding it. Anyway, um, yeah, he's put a, a gif of Jose Mourinho up. Uh, Citizen of nowhere goes. Can't believe this question is even being asked. Yeah, have we been playing badly? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you why the question was asked. Because uh, after the game, and obviously it was put out straight afterwards, we asked people for their forward reviews of the game, um, and people were still fairly angry that we conceded two, and Cenk Tosin had made us made himself look like Maradona. We're, we're, um, we're going to have some of those forward reviews a little bit later on, aren't we? Because we they, they, they are something to savour. They get quite aggressive as well. A lot of people were anti anti Hudson on there so uh, so DR decided that he'd uh, test the water nice work DR Lawrence Hill finally said Deich he'd never come in a million years he won't come us. now of course not we should, yeah, we, should have, we should have took him up when this, he wanted to come this is a, I think I'm in the camp of this is a mad question I, I think it's shockingly disgraceful and it's panicky and quite frankly I'd question most of those people that tweeted in terms of you know they're not the ones that I see at the football games especially the away games that tends there to are still quite be there a few people there though well, the away games still to be very seem very supportive. They seem very loud behind. Away the fans, team. there's something different between away fans and home fans. Sure. Obviously, yeah. you know we've talked about Palace now as a London club, a London club that attracts tourists, a London tr- a club that attracts pounds and and people who are willing to spend money in the club shop buying their Palace gear, and and uh, you know fans or or people if you like who who pump money into the club through coming down for tourism so away fan away fans will always be a bit more concentrated in terms of their support for the club where are you on this on this Hodgson issue though I mean at one point do Palace sit there and go actually we're, we're concerned or is it a case of recruitment 
I, I personally don't think that there's a solution better than Roy and, and give him till well give him at least till January if not the end of the season I don't, I don't see I don't see how getting rid of him is going to be the answer to anything especially as you're probably right in that the the heir apparent might well be Friedman standing in the wings and that brings a shudder down my spine to be honest with you does it bring Why? a shudder down your spine no because I thought we were doing really well he, he built the basis for that promotion team and he, he, he brought in some great players and he wasn't brilliant at first but but we were getting really good and as do, I said do you forgive him for going to Bowen yeah Forget forgiving. What about his next two jobs that he's done? That's not a CV that gets a premiership job. Yeah, but you look at Nottingham Forest. He was he was cash hampered, completely cash hampered at Forest. Completely. What about Derby? Either way, you're going to give him a massive promotion. I mean, I don't think Hodgson's obviously should go in a million years, but uh, the, you know Freeman. I'm not doubting what he did uh, to help us get up. I think he was a huge part of it. But you talk about recruitment. He's had quite a hand to play in that in the last few windows. Has he done good enough though? Has has he has he operated well enough for you to sit there and go, you know what? As a director of football, this guy has brought us some quality in. The man who brought in Erdal Racket for us. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's done that great. I mean, it, it doesn't. It, it's not even been necessarily um, obvious that it, w- what he's been doing because they're, they're quite clandestine with what he does for his job uh, Paris has mentioned that he's got a lot to do with the signings but um you know, he's never made... I don't think he's ever made a single public statement, has he, since he's well, been... No, he should do, really, in his type of role. And, and we won't know what it is. And, I, I mean, Parrish is quite a demanding character. I trust that he wouldn't be paying someone a sort of salary that he'll probably demand for no good reason. Indeed. I've just seen that uh, a guy, Matt Crooks, has scored a hat-trick in 20 minutes for... Um, Northampton. Northampton. Uh, is he any good? Can we sign him well, up? He, he they are playing against Macclesfield, who are generally the whipping boys of, of, of English football right now. So, so whoever Mac- win a game at the weekend. They did their first in, in something like 80 attempts yeah. or something like that. <laughs> but but you were talking earlier about how, how teams change and, and staying on that division. Notts County, he got to the playoffs last year, had an awful start to the season. Same manager, same players. Yeah. It's, it's strange how football's like that. Also, I've just seen we're in for uh, on loan being linked with a Brazilian striker mm. uh, into Milan. I can't mm. remember his name off the top of my head, but there's a lot of rumours going out about him. Is it something Sun? No, I think it was Marcelo. Marcelo. I think that might have been it. I might be wrong. Any 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 scouting info from you, Stefan? I only read a brief bit of the article. I think he's, he's not that young. I think there were some rumours that he'd had a bit of an attitude uh, in the past, um, but I don't know a lot about him. Yeah. Well, well, I heard that Usain Bolt is having trouble sorting <laughs> the money for his for his move to <laughs> wherever it is in Australia. That, that's, a, that's a baffling one, because apparently the Central Coast Mariners have refused to let him train until this contract issue is, is sorted out. And what they want is they want the Australian A-League to actually pay part of Bolt's wages, yep. which, is, which is baffling. Do you but know what I say? Parrish sign him up. Yeah, yeah, Isn't absolutely. that what happened at LA Galaxy for Beckham? I think. I think. Well, LA Ga- well, with Beckham, he got a good deal out of it because he turned around to LA Galaxy. I mean, don't forget, I think he only just turned thirty or thirty-one when he went there. You know, he was still a player who could who could play at the top level, as he you know demonstrated when he went to AC Milan and and to uh, uh, and to PSG. By the way, David Silva's just scored for Man City. Shakhtar nil, uh, Man City won. But with, with Beckham, he actually asked uh, the the MLS for. Uh, a favourable franchise, right? So if he was to ever open his own footballing franchise, he can get that for a he certain has. percentage yeah, cheaper. And look what he's done. Mm. Look what he's done. He's created himself a club, hasn't he? Talking Miami. of the Manchester clubs, did you hear about the the mad stuff that Pep came out with today? About how they're not expected to win the Champions League because their fans don't demand it of them. I think that was his main remit when he came to the club. Well, I mean, l- let's be fair. You know, the ground isn't exactly full. 
most weeks. So, you know, I mean, he, he must be taking... It, it, it's sort of a, a, a poll he must be taking of those who actually attend. <laughs> Still louder than yours, isn't it? <laughs> no, but seriously, that was well, my own atmosphere this season. Where's <laughs> yeah. your atmosphere gone, pal? Are, That's a fair point. Are you, are you one of the corner boys? Well, I'm near there, and we might well get out sung by Arsenal on the weekend. It's going to be quite and shocking. And that's embarrassing. Yeah. Their away fans actually aren't that bad compared to their home. Everyone's away fans are quality. Yeah, Everyone's well, be- away fans are quality. What, Better. what was quite funny on the, on the marathon walk was um, there are quite a few people who are currently in Block E were on the walk, and Steve Parrish just hurtled to the front, and I think was one of the first to finish, so nobody else could catch <laughs> up finish, with him. Finish, exit, see ya. In the showers. Where's Steve? <laughs> the shower's gone right 832 we're gonna take a, a, a quick pause we've got your uh, your forward reviews coming up but next we talk to reese weston and we'll have some halftime scores as well the fans show on love sport with 7otb.com predict seven results win seven figures love sport 558 a.m it's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. It's now going to be Aberdeen Rangers at Hamden and Celtic Hearts at Murrayfield. That sounds suspiciously day. like common sense. It does sound a little bit like <laughs> common sense, although, you know, we're not we're not used to that, so we don't recognise it really. <laughs> but also, that has now irritated Celtic, who have come out and said, well, why are we the ones that are being moved out of Glasgow? Ah, the old inferiority complex kicks in, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps the circus going for another day. Uh, I'm glad he said that about <laughs> if I'd have said that I'd have got absolutely slaughtered I mean I assume you're not allowed in Glasgow anyway Brian um, no uh, well he's getting better he's <laughs> getting better don't get chased around as we used to <laughs> it's the Brian Moore show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport the odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. Wednesday's Champions League fixtures Spurs to beat PSV in a must win for the North London Club, Barca to beat Inter, Liverpool to beat Red Star Belgrade, Paris Saint Germain to beat Napoli. A tenner on the fourfold nets you £46.94. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. 558 AM, Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Yep, time to get the Opposition View from uh, former Arsenal defender Reese Weston. How are you, Reese? Very well, thank you, sir. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks, pal. Good to have you on board. Arsenal going about their business quietly. Unai Emery has got them uh, has got them working pretty well. Let's be fair. Yeah, ten on the spin now, isn't it? Which is unheard of for, for Arsenal fans that have suffered for a number of seasons. You know, I have to say, though, um, they are going about their business, but they are still looking slightly vulnerable defensively. They haven't started games well, but they've been a little bit fortunate that they've managed to hang in there in the first half of games and, and come strong in the second period. So I think from a, from a Palace perspective, my man, there's, there's, there's a chink of light there that can be exposed potentially. Do you look at Palace's sort of uh, attacking form? Obviously, you know the lowest scorers in the league, and just think, you know, you, you, you kind of wonder how how they're going to try and get a foothold in this game because, you know, a lot of people have been talking about the Arsenal backline, how 
you know, they've played some favourable games, let's be fair. Um, you know, they, they they took on Fulham and whatnot. And, you know, don't get me wrong, Aubameyang looks like, you know, he's picking up uh, some serious, serious form. The midfield looks half decent. But there's still question marks over the defence. Um, you know, what what the Palace need to focus on? Well, I think starting brightly is, is vitally important for them. As I said, I, I've watched Arsenal a fair bit of late. Yeah, in particular, I, I, I covered the, um, the Watford game and the Everton game. And, um, you know, in, in the first periods, Arsenal were very much second best. And But for some woeful finishing from, from both Arsenal and Everton, the game would have been out of sight. But, you know, I, I like Bernd Leno. I think he's he looks quite calmed and assured in goal for Arsenal. Um, and I think, you know, from a, from a Palace perspective, they've just got to make sure they get on the front foot early on and try and put some pressure on the Arsenal back four because they're going to try and play out from the back. And, you know, all the time Granit Xhaka is playing in that pivotal role. You know, he receives the ball in some really strange positions sometimes. And so if, if, you know, if Palace can get on the front foot and put him under pressure when he's in possession, they may have half a chance of, of getting the nose in front. Hello, mate. How are you doing? It's Nick here. Hello, Nick. How are um, you doing, pal? I'm good. Um, Wolf Zaha. What, what, what are you making of him and how do you think he's going to do against you on Sunday? Well, he just, he, there's no doubt in the boy's talent. You know, he's a fantastic player. Um, you know, I, I've had my reservations regarding his temperament. Um, that's just my own opinion of, of the young man. I think that, you know, talent, absolutely unquestionable. But, you know, he's he's had his head turned on more than one occasion. Um, I think there's no secret made that he wanted away in the summer. So perhaps there's a little bit of a hangover in that respect but listen you know if he fancies it you know if he's playing on the left and he's up against Hector Bellerin it can cause him all kinds of problems Bellerin's not the best defensively you know it's a bomb forward so there will be space in behind the Arsenal fullback that's for sure um, and depending on who's who starts for Arsenal in defence whether that's going to be Socrates again whether that's going to be Holding whether that's going to be Mustafi you know th- these guys aren't the most calm uh, and defensive-minded defenders. That sounds strange. So I think, you know, he, he's got an opportunity, Zaha, for sure, because I think, you know, he, he tends to race his game for the bigger games and, you know, it's a big opportunity for him to, to show what he's made of against one of the informed teams in the Premier League. And, and is the Arsenal fans feeling kind of, well, we've won 10, we're bound to slip up against a team who haven't scored at home? <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I'm more concerned about the 3rd of November, if I'm being honest with you. Um, that's Liverpool, and that's that's the one that I've got in my calendar going, right, well, yeah, Palace are going to be a tough proposition. I'm, I'm not taking the game lightly at all, I can assure you that. It's going to be a tough, tough game, but it doesn't fill me with dread. The Liverpool game fills me with dread, so I think if Arsenal can can navigate their way through a tricky fixture against Palace and I, when, I, when I say that navigate through it I mean I think it will be very tightly contested and I don't think Arsenal will have all the running um, but you know from an Arsenal fans perspective you know, the big test for me is when they come up against one of the teams that are in and around them at the moment and they haven't fared too well against the top teams in, in recent seasons and you saw at the start of the season when they lost to Man City they lost to Chelsea you know they they weren't quite at it then obviously Time's moved on, and they're they're getting into some form. They're scoring freely, but they are looking vulnerable defensively. And you know, if you already alluded to Palace's form in front of goal hasn't been great to to be to be put it lightly. Non-existent. Um, non-existent. Well, exactly. But then when you come up against the most of most Salah, Roberto Firmino, Sadio Mane, Daniel Sturridge, these guys, it's a different proposition altogether. So you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's a vitally important game for both sides this this weekend. Um, I think more so for Palace in the sense that, you know, they lost three on the bounce in the league now and, and 
four games they've lost, really. Lost to Wolves, lost to Bournemouth. No disgrace in losing to Everton, of course, but, you know, Royal will certainly want to get a foothold and try and get something on the board to try and stop the rot a little bit. And Arsenal, of course, will be looking to extend their run to 11. Just uh, veering off top of ever so slightly, um, you know, obviously you played a lot of games in your career, spent a bit of time in the Football League. What was it like playing at Selhurst? Do you have any overriding memories? Yeah, it was, it was. You know what? I I, I played there. I played there for Cardiff City. Um, I'm trying to trying to think. Maybe 2004, 2005, 2005, 2005 maybe. Do you know what? It's 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 an institution for me. I, I love Selhurst Park. I think it's it's full of character. You know, the Palace fans are. You know, are, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm serious. I know it, it's tongue in cheek, but no, it's it's full of character. You know, it's it's a, the kind of ground you go to. It, it takes you back to a bygone year and. I think you know for you know, for nostalgic purposes. Uh, I think it's um, it's one of the it's one of the, you know, the, the the great old grounds in 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 the Premier League for sure. And I really enjoy playing there. I don't think we fared too well right enough, but it was. Um, yeah, a good experience playing at Selhurst. It's it's kind of feels like it's falling down a bit in the away dressing rooms. Aren't aren't the best? <laughs> I'm, trying are they? Be, I'm trying to be polite here. You know yeah, I, mean? I know. I'm, I'm trying, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's what you're not saying that's coming across more than what you are saying. Brilliant. Um, that's exactly what I was going for. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> other, other Palace players, Wan Bissaka. What do you make of him? I mean, every every fan of every team that we've played so far said we'll have him. Uh, some people are saying he's the best right back in the country. What's your view? He's got a great, uh, unbelievable potential. Unbelievable potential. I, I, I covered um, Palace Spurs last year, and he came in. I think it was his debut, you know, start of last season. Um, one, of, one of his early games, and he just looks fearless. He looks, you know, just one of these kids that's got, the, you know, just the ability to just take it all in his stride. And I think he's got all the attributes to, to be a top, top player. And again, under Roy's tutelage, I know, you know, things haven't gone as well as he would have liked recently. Under Roy's guidance, he'll keep the boy level-headed, he'll keep the boy grounded, but also he's got a wealth of knowledge and experience, especially with defenders. And I think, you know, this, this young lad Wampus has definitely got a chance. Um, again, I don't want to be disrespectful, but his future may well lie away from Palace. Um, but, you know, it's a great it's a great breeding ground for him to hone his talent, for sure. And for Palace, who who should they be looking at in the Arsenal ranks as maybe a game-changer? In the Arsenal ranks? Mm. Well, you, you look, at, look at Mesut Ozil, for example. Um, you couldn't see a more contrasting, uh, you know, 245s from a player. You know, he's... He divides opinion, doesn't he? But, you know, you see in the second period against Leicester last night that he is capable of, of being up there with the world's best. Um, so, again, if he if he decides that he wants to turn up and he wants to play to the best of his abilities, then he's the key for me. You know, he's the one that can see a pass, he injects pace into Arsenal's attacks. What he mentioned, Aubameyang, who's in great goal-scoring form, Alexandre Lacazette also, but... I think Ozil was the one that makes that all tick. And also Lucas Torreira, who I think has been a breath of fresh air, actually. And he's, give, he's making Granite Jack look like a better player, which is quite difficult to do, let me tell you. You know, he's he seems to be that kind of... He's a diminutive midfield general that gets gets about the pitch, gets stuck in, and he seems to brought a bit of a calming influence to that Arsenal midfield, which has been in lacking in seasons gone by. How do you see it going, Reese? I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be tight. Um, I'm not forecasting a flurry of goals from a Palace perspective but I reckon it'll be you know, decided by the one or two so I'm going to go for a 2-0 away win that's my my 
professional <laughs> opinion speaking here uh, for what that's worth but I reckon it'll be a tight but Arsenal should have enough to get through it Brilliant stuff Reese Weston there former Arsenal and uh, and Cardiff City of course now chaps uh, I've spotted a tweet by a guy called Joseph Clune any relation to Martin I'm not sure um, he's a Fulham fan he's put managers I wouldn't have at Fulham he's named three managers they're all three ex-Palace managers go on Pardew it's got to be Pardew hasn't it no Allardyce Stefan it's got to be yeah I've got surely no big Sam there I thought you'd say um, cool we've had so many that's the difficulty yeah um, Tony Pulis yeah yeah Holloway no Malcolm Allison <laughs> go on here's the last one it's Pulis Warnock and Allardyce oh. Warnock that's yeah. harsh QPR how was that the half one? Big Sam. Fantastic record. Yeah. Right, on the back of this, we're going to have your half-time scores because the half-time whistles have been blown across the country. We'll have half-time scores in the Champions League as well. We will have your four-word reviews of uh, of the game from Sunday. We should have really started with them, but hey, we're doing things back to front tonight. And Nick, uh, Nick Gossett will be giving us his 7 OTB. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Your news, your views, your voice. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you. Saving you money. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Partnerships can be a wonderful thing, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. Marriage is by far the most important partnership in most people's lives. Everything you own or care about, even children, become a sort of partnership property. Unfortunately, sometimes only one person's vote destroys that partnership. Cordell and Cordell represent men whose partner has cast that vote. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity? At SEHBAC, we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in the Southeast. If you have experience selling windows, doors and conservatories we want to hear from you with a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided SEHBAC has the job that's right for you for more details or to get in touch visit SEHBAC.com Love Sport Love Sport with 7OTB.com Play your way to £1 million
DJ is on fire tonight. It, it's Do you like, like this one? No. No. <laughs> Do you like this one? It's like being in the Hacienda. We've had the Stone Roses. We've got <laughs> this. It's it's great. This was a, this was well after Hacienda. Really. Yeah. What Stefan? is this? Sophie Ellis Baxter, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. Groove Jet. Oh, no, yeah. She only made it because she came from a, a famous family, really, let's be honest. She was the one with, like, the moon head, wasn't she? What? She had a big moon head. I thought that's all I remember. A moon head? Yeah, she did. So like was it waxing or waning? <sighs> right, let's take you through some scores because we've got Champions League action tonight. We have Football League action as well. We are at half-time in uh, a lot of our Champions League ties. Ajax, nil, Benfica, nil, Shakhtar, the next nil, Manchester City, two. I'm Eric Laporte grabbing City second before the half-time break. Uh, Hoffenheim, one, Leon one. Real Madrid, one, Victoria Pilsen, nil. Roma, two, CSK, Moscow, nil. Uh, Finnish Young Boys of Bern, one, Valencia, one. Manchester United, nil. Juventus, one, half-time. They're Dundee, nil. Heart of Midlothian, two, in the Scottish Premier Ship. Let's go to the Championship. Birmingham City, nil. Reading, nil. Middlesbrough, nil. Rotherham United, two. Millwall, nil. Wigan Athletic 1 I'm waiting. you can make those vocal if you want yeah <laughs> Norwich City 0 Aston Villa 1 QPR 1 Sheffield Wednesday 0 Sheffield United 0 Stoke City 0 Swansea City 0 Blackburn Rovers 1 Interleague 1 Blackpool 1 Scunthorpe United 0 Bradford 0 Coventry City 2 Bristol Rovers 1 AFC Wimbledon 0 Charlton 1 Oxford 0 Doncaster 0 Sunderland 0 Luton 1 Accrington Stanley 1 Peterborough United 0 Fleetwood Town 0 Plymouth Argyle 2 Gillingham 0 Portsmouth 1, Burton Albion 0, Shrewsbury 2, Barnsley 0, Southend United 1, Walsall 0, Wickham Wanderers 1, Rochdale 0, Interleague 2, Bury 1, Newport 0, Crawley 0, Exeter 0, Forest Green Rovers 2, Tranmere Rovers 0, Grimsby Town 0, Colchester United 0, Lincoln City 2, Carlisle United 2, Macclesfield 0, Northampton 4, Milton Keynes 0, Notts County 1, Morecambe 0, Mansfield 1, uh, Oldham 0, Cheltenham 0, Stevenage 0, Port Vale 0, Swindon 0, Cambridge 2, Yeovil 1, Crew 1. We are up to date with our scores in the Champions League and the Football League. Chaps, let's have your 7 OTB for this coming weekend. Uh, uh, some massive fixtures in there. Plenty on the Sunday, plenty on the Saturday. Nick Gussett is going to give us his 6 to win and his banker. This is my debut on this. So I've never done this before. Fair I might play. be beginner's luck. So, um, going through, I've, I've picked from a few divisions. Um... My banker has got to be Liverpool Cardiff for Liverpool to win. I think I'm going to come straight in. With you're that. not. You're not the only person who's done that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got Chelsea to beat Burnley. Um, the other ones are a bit close to call. Do I have to do wins or can I do draws? Wins. They have to be wins. Six to win. Want a draw? Well, the ones to draw is um, Leicester West Ham. Right. Okay. Leeds will beat Forest two 0 I reckon. Okay. Um. Watford, I think, will turn over Huddersfield because um, I think they're they're going forward quite well. Um, we've got Millwall uh, at home to Ipswich. That's what Chris would call a risk game. <laughs> yeah, he would call it a risk game. Yeah, because um, Ipswich they're hit and miss. But Bit I think iffy. they're both I've, down there. It's yeah. a six pointer. It's a six pointer. But are, we, are we are we charting six pointers at this early stage of the season? Oh yeah, fair play. <laughs> yeah, fair play. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Lions for that one. I, I think they'll beat Ipswich, and uh, another one in that division is oh sorry in League One is Sunderland 
are going to thrash Southend. Fair play. Thank you very much for them, Nick Gossett. Now, Mike, before you crack on with the uh, with the four words, tell me about some best man speeches. Well, first of all, I just want to point out that a man on a Palace podcast has just said, I'm going to go with the Lions uh, and backs Millwall. And I think that's that's very poor. Mm. Uh, that's a shah. It is, yes. Uh, so the reason uh, that I am reading out the full word reviews this week is because... Our main man, Mr. Hambo, is currently getting over his jet lag after arriving in Las Vegas for a wedding. He's the best man, so he's got to write a best man speech. Uh, so he's yeah, he's he's out what? there at the moment enjoying himself. Uh, he's already moaned plenty on the on the messages uh, about lack of sleep and that kind of stuff. Hasn't said anything positive at all about I mean, being in one of the most amazing cities in the world um, but you know that's pretty typical Hambo isn't I, it so. I just hope they weren't showing uh, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares on the plane there because it could have been a very yeah, emotional yeah. flight yeah. What, what are the odds on him coming back married having had a kind of Elvis style wedding uh, after a very drunken night, can you imagine it? I wonder what I wonder what the lady he brings back will be like. Well, I was yeah, I was wondering that because he said he hasn't been to Vegas before, and I just sort of wondered, you know, when uh, like this, the sort of people come round and offer you a drink and that kind of stuff, you know, whether he'll take it, um, he'll take it a bit too far. Uh, but yeah, and then I am missing the Arsenal game because I best man for a wedding next weekend as well. So it's uh, speech ready. No, I haven't started. It. Is it going to be a night before job? Yeah, I mean it's 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 in Austria. Uh, it's mate marrying an Austrian, so I've got to avoid Joseph Fritzl, various <laughs> other <laughs> historical figures. Avoid uh, Fritzl. That would have been good advice for in the uh, So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah. Uh, so between the two of us, there's quite a lot of weddings going on this Was week. Was it an Austrian? It was indeed. I wasn't going to mention that, but yeah, I'll make sure that doesn't come up in the sure. speech either. Uh, he was born. In, he was born in Austria. Yeah, I've done. Yeah. I've done two best man speeches. I'll sort you out after. Yeah, I was going to say. I was hoping I could recycle Hambo's, um, but yeah. So I've got the uh, the full word reviews. There you have it. Let's uh, let's cue Hambo's theme. There it is. And uh, this week it's Mike's theme. Mike, let's have your uh, your full word reviews, pal. Oh, this is so. This is so Hambo, isn't it? mid-afternoon kind of slippers and pipe kind of it thing. is in his cave <laughs> beautiful okay well this was this was straight after after the game when everyone was quite angry James D came with sloppy in possession again and then Ryan Cunningham came with get Roy Hodgson out yeah. to which six people liked his comments Dan Dan Roy needs to go Bill came with championship singing section empty. Oh, that's low, Bill. That's that's a low blow, pal. Yeah. Matt Tully went with something that I can't repeat at this time of the day. Tom Brownson said we must drop Luca. Now that hasn't come up at all this evening. Yeah, before. Well, drop him for the penalties. Dave Woolgar. Now that's a great name. Same, <clears throat> different week. Okay. Quite a few on subs. Uh, Martin saying predictable, use your subs. Michael, and this is a man who sort of has a nice uh, close up of his face with his hand under his chin looking quite quizzical. Right. Players take some responsibility. Fair play. Yep. Matthew Knights, teach Roy about substitutes. I think we do try our best on this show. 
Lord Joe Lee has gone with Bye Bye Roy. Well, that's not four words, is it? Does it count? <laughs> I, come, Joe, come, I, I, I don't know. We need to get that verified. Because yeah, I don't I'm not think sure that it counts. counts. We can go with Bye 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 Roy. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we've got uh, Bill Hilton, Ben Hilton, saying Hodgson haters creeping out. Ooh, Very true, yeah. Ben Hilton. Very true. It's all about social media. It's the age of social media. Uh, if, if his name was actually Bill Hilton, it'd be quite good. <laughs> Bill is, yeah, he needs to come back. Darren Chandler, it's just typical Palace. True that. Yeah. Ashley Cole, presumably not that one. Back to doctors tomorrow. <laughs> 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 Fair enough, Ashley. Well, that's already put. I hope it was over nothing too serious. Uh, yes, that's, uh, that's sad to hear. And I have just accidentally closed the page. Uh, and then if we go down towards the end, get your coat, Roy, from Mark Jones. Ouch. I think that's uh, that's probably echoed by quite a few people. Andy Sparrow, on the other hand, though, has said it's going to be all right. And I agree with him. And uh, the Palace podcast, Miss Pen, inevitable result. Chris, same old Crystal Palace. And the Bearded Eagle has ended with... Avoiding inevitable Twitter meltdown. In brackets. Good night, folks. That was very, very well done. Nick, you've been brilliant. Stefan, you've been brilliant. This is Love Sport Radio. We're back of the nest. We're back next Thursday. Hello, Albert. Yeah. Before he walks seven miles. Albert, don't walk seven miles again. Thanks for joining me, chaps. Carl New Eagles, uh, they take on Arsenal on Sunday afternoon. Let's hope there's a bit of atmosphere. show on love sport with 7otb.com predict 7 to net a million 558 am love sport when looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance jim went on the spokesman said.com and saved hundreds I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. 1.7 seconds. It's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? 
Mark Pritchard, chief brand officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. QPR have grabbed a second at home to Sheffield Wednesday and they look like they might be going four games unbeaten. Still pretty early on in the second half there, but it's a big goal for QPR. Not so good for Wimbledon, though. Could this be night-night to Neil Ardley? Bristol Rovers 2, Wimbledon 0. Will Nightingale with the own goal. Norwich 1, Aston Villa 1. Luke Freeman with the goal for QPR, by the way. Andrew Shinney has put Luton 2-1 up against Accrington. We have your Brentford fan shows next. Thomas Frank's debut. How'd it go for you? Let us know. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.